0: Hello, and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. Do you ever feel like you want your life to be different but aren't sure how to make it happen under the circumstances? Have you ever wondered if there's a divine plan controlling your life but you just don't like the script? The truth is, Many of us struggle to accept that life is what we make it because we feel powerless to change what's going on. So today, we're addressing the truth about how powerful you really are and the lie that keeps you from creating the life you want. The insights in this episode will change the way you see yourself and the world around you. So get ready to learn about the power that lies within you. Hello everyone thanks for joining me today hey i 'm really really excited to be with you again on this beautiful Tuesday unleashing episode number seven on you and we 're talking about your power to create hey thank you for everyone who has been tuning in and who has been subscribing. I thank you so much for following the show and uh, I just want to give big shout out and appreciation to everyone in every single country that 's listening. Uh, what an awesome thing to all of a sudden have a worldwide impact. And I'm just so happy that I'm in your ears and that you're uh, listening to what I'm even saying. It's just it's a beautiful, lovely thing. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you for even letting me influence your life in any way, shape, or form uh, and, and help in any way you along this journey and this path of being your best self. So Thank you from the bottom of my heart, friends, and I just wanted to remind you to please rate and review the show, especially if you are listening in the Apple Podcast app and you have your iPhone handy or if you have your iPod handy. If you would just tap the screen and you'll see the cover art for the show, tap anywhere on the cover art and you will see the uh, show notes will be revealed scroll down the show notes and you'll see me saying please rate and review the sh- please rate and review the show and right there I'll give you a link and click that link it'll take you directly to the place where you need to write a review And if you could, just rate the show and then write a review and that would be so awesome. It helps elevate the status of the show in the iTunes store, helps get the message out to more people, and it helps me get the feedback that I need to keep the show improving and constantly making it better. So thank you in advance for rating and reviewing the show. And also, I wanted to remind you to keep the questions coming. Keep pouring in those questions that you would love answers to, something that's burning in your heart that you really want to ask a a life coach about. Hey, I'm here for you. If you'd like to submit a question to be answered on the show or you'd like to be considered for your very own breakthrough conversation, which I'm recording these uh, breakthrough conversations to come up here soon on the show, please go to jeremyflag.com forward slash podcast questions and fill out the form. Again, jeremyflag.com forward slash podcast questions and fill out the form. I'll include that link in the show notes so that you can just click right on it and go straight to it. Hey, I'd love to help you break through to better results in any area of your life, and that's one way I can help you, and that's one way you can help me make this show even better by making sure that I'm answering questions that people actually want answered and that I'm helping my listeners Break through in their own lives, so please go fill out a form so I can help you in some upcoming episodes so let 's get into it today we 're talking about your power to create your power to create you know when I was young i 'd been told that God had a plan for every single person 's life I came from a Christian background. And uh, I was, you know, raised Baptist um, and then charismatic, uh, and then we kind of dialed it back to that uh, nondescript, non-denominational status um, in Christianity. But, you know, I had been indoctrinated since I was a very young age that God had a plan for every single person's life. It was unique and it was special for them, And, and that that plan was so extensive that he knew everything, even before it ever happened. He knew exactly what was going to happen to me and he knew exactly what was going to happen to the people around me before it ever even took place. So in order for me to please God, it was my job to discover what his plan was for my life and then follow the instructions to make it happen. So when I was young, this kind of made sense, I guess. Because why? Because my world was all about me. I was a little selfish ball of me, right? And when your world is all about you and you're focusing on yourself, then, you know, it makes you feel special and significant and unique to have a plan that was made just for you by God and the universe. And it was thrilling to think that my creator knew exactly what was going to happen to my life next and then all I had to do was develop a closer relationship with him and then listen for the next step or listen for the next part of my future that I didn't know about so I could stay on track with what it is that he wanted me to do exactly. But as I'm sure some of you know how this story's going to go, I grew up and that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me anymore. And my world became a lot less about me when I grew up, and it became a lot more about others. And I started to wonder about, you know, a God who knows all. Um, Omniscient is the word that used to get thrown around by Christian theologians. Um, And if a God who knows all and then he directs everything in a master plan... And what does that all mean when I see my friends die or my friends commit suicide or I see uh, my family members doing despicable things to one another or to others? When I see that evil haunts the airwaves of all the news media broadcasts and and when I see things happening to me that just don't make any sense and cause me pain. I mean, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. This whole God controlling every single thing in the universe. So I started to see things through a different set of lenses, maybe a more others-focused version of life. Instead of just all about me, I wondered about the bigger picture, and it made me question the ideas that I had been taught as I was growing up. Now... I don't know if you've had a similar experience. Maybe you have. Um, You were given a certain set of ideas and beliefs about life and about yourself and about maybe even God and how the whole thing works together. Um, And then you got a little older and you matured a little bit in the way that you thought, in the way that you behaved. And you began to question what had been told to you that was true. So if you have had this experience or you're currently having this experience, then congratulations to you. Because questioning what you've been told to be true and seeking the answers that your heart desires are the prerequisites to discovering your real power. Let me say that again. Questioning what you've been told to be true and seeking the answers that your heart desires are the prerequisites to discovering your real power. And maybe you've found on this journey, like I have, that in order to get to the truth about anything, you must first identify the lies that are masquerading as the truth that surround the thing that you really want to know. You know, sometimes lies have this way of wrapping themselves so tightly to the truth that you have to really separate them and pull them off of what it is that you're trying to see in life as real hard truth so we've all got some things in our lives that we've been questioning maybe and wondering about but we want to know more about us and our power and know more about ourselves and you're trying to discern the truth from the lies and it's hard to do and this one is one of the most pervasive lies out there and it's the one that will rob you of your future every time If you start to believe that there's this God that has this master plan and that you have somehow got to discover what the plan is and get on board with whatever it is he's written for your destiny, then you're really going to hold yourself back from the life that you really want. So the question started to flood my mind. Was there really some detailed master plan that God created for humans and we are all just playing it out? Do we even have a choice in all this? Or are we just acting out what's already in the cards, quote unquote, and therefore don't really have a choice in this whole thing at all? Is there really a mystical force that shapes our lives unconsciously and delivers us down a path of its own choosing? Or is it something much more simple that's controlling the direction of our lives? And I think if we're being honest with ourselves, I know I began to be honest with myself, and I'll just be honest with you, I always will, that we all know the uncomfortable truth that's lying behind those questions. It's an inescapable truth that confronts every single human being on this planet all throughout our lives. And that truth is, our decisions control our destiny. Our decisions control the destination where we are headed. Our life is the sum of our choices. What we do affects the outcome. But for many, many, many reasons and many, many justifications, we do not want to admit that this is so. Obviously, you can see how this truth that our decisions determines our destiny comes into a massive conflict with the belief that many of us hold dear or the people around me held dear for sure when I was growing up that God or the universe is orchestrating the circumstances of our lives. And maybe you're there today. Maybe you are one that believes that that is true. Now, if you do, I don't want to, you know, step too much on your toes. I just want to let you know what my journey is like, and then you can decide for yourself what you think is true. But in the end, I want to ask you a question. Who's the responsible party? When you get to the end of this whole thing, is God going to ask you if you know what his plan was for you was carried out? Or is he going to ask you, hey, what did you do with what I gave you? Hmm, It's a much different question, isn't it? The responsible party is you because he gave you something and now it's up to you to do something with it. But what did he give you? What did he give us? What did he give all of us? What was the creator's design for our lives really? I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about, you know, the boxed up version of how we believe God to be with our theories and doctrines and ideas and rituals and all that stuff. I'm talking about the true spiritual sense of who we really are. Our Creator. We know that we are spirits having a human experience. In fact, I'm going to quote uh, Pierre Tillard de Chardin later about that exact thing. But you know, is it God who placed you on the path that you're currently on, or was it you? You know, we have to be responsible and take ownership for our lives if we want to create something better. So think about it. When was the last time you heard someone talking about their life and what circumstances they're dealing with and they say something like, I don't know how this happened? (laughs) You probably hear that all the time. I know I do. And it's usually when things are going poorly when someone says, I don't know how this happened to me. And they've made some decisions that carried some serious consequences into their lives. The problem is when we believe that something other than ourselves is controlling our lives, then we give ourselves the excuse to keep on making the same decisions and hoping for different results. And that famously has been defined by Albert Einstein as insanity, right? Doing the same things and expecting something different to take place. So look around you. Doesn't it seem like these, this concept that God is controlling everything and that we are all just part of this big divine plan and destiny, doesn't it seem like that's more negatively affecting people's lives than positively affecting them? I mean, by allowing yourself to continue to think that you are just like in a river floating downstream wherever it is that this force is taking you, And you're just constantly made to react to whatever gets thrown into your path. I mean, what would your response to the events and circumstances that take place in your life be if you held that to be true? You know, somebody might say, hey, I had a car accident. And then the thought would be, well, I guess it was just meant to be. Somebody might say, well, my family fell apart. My wife left me. I don't know what to do. And then you might say, well, I guess we were just never meant to be together. Someone might say, well, I got diagnosed with cancer and I'm stage four and I don't know if I'm going to live. And they might say something like, well, I knew with my family history, this would probably happen. I probably won't beat it. I mean, wow, right? This should sound familiar because this is the way a lot of us think. It's the prevailing worldview of our Western culture. It's focused on things that are happening externally, outside of us, and we're looking to the things outside of us to give us a report card on how life is going for us. So if things are going well, then we must be doing something right, right? And if things are going poorly, then we must be doing something wrong, right? Right? I mean, the whole system is based on chance and fate and how we can adapt to the happenings of the world that surrounds us and react to what's happening. But what if this whole view of the world is incorrect? What if the world were viewed in a completely different manner? What if we spent our days creating what we wanted to see and be in our lives instead of waiting for the lives we wanted to find us? So I once had this pair of sunglasses, and I, I totally dug them, by the way. I thought they were awesome. I got them in Florida on a vacation at the Fossil Shop. They were all blue. I mean, they had, like, blue frames, or, like, blue, you know, see-through, like, translucent blue plastic frames and, and these blue lenses. And every time I wore them, everything I looked at appeared to be a different color than it actually was. Why? Simple, because I was looking through some colored lenses. So some things appeared brighter and more vibrant, while other things appeared darker and more muted, but nothing was as it appeared in reality. In reality, without these blue lenses on, everything was revealed to be as it was originally intended. So I believe that operating from the world view, that... God is in control of the universe and that fate and chance and destiny are controlling the outcome and that I'm just along for the ride and I need to figure out what the plan is, is like the spiritual equivalent of wearing blue sunglasses. Sure, some things may be brighter and more colorful and other things may appear more dark and and less interesting, but everything is not as it seems. Nothing looks like it should because our hearts know that this isn't the truth. This isn't the truth about us. This isn't the truth about our world, and it's not the truth about our power. Because what this has us feeling is very powerless and helpless to change, to to make the life that we really want. It has us feeling like, well, if God has already defined our lives for us, then what do I have left to define? Our hearts know that this isn't true. And when I talk about the heart, I'm not talking about the physical blood plump, you know, the blood pump in our bodies. I'm talking about our spiritual core. I'm talking about the heart of our soul, that place that's that immaterial center of our being. You know, as human beings, we've all been designed as spirits having bodies, not the other way around. I mentioned this guy earlier, French philosopher and Jesu- Jesuit priest, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, Said, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. So, as spirits, we have been created with the ability to communicate with our source of creative energy and power. And to deny our heart's desire, our soul's desire to communicate with our source, which, by the way, is known to many as God, our Father. Uh, or universe, right, is to deny our existence as human beings. If we deny our heart's innate desire to communicate with source energy, then we are denying our existence as human beings. We may continue to live as a human thinking, for instance, or as a human doing, doing bunches of things, trying to perform uh, to get what we want. But unless we are activated in our spirits and aligned with our source energy, then we will never become human beings beings. I want you to hear the subtlety there. Because we, my friends, are completely different from other animals that we share the planet with. Animals only have instinct to guide them. They must rely solely on what their instincts tell them to do. Their instincts can be trained, but ultimately they are not consciously making decisions about where their lives go. They are reacting to the stimulus that the world around them provides. They're just reacting With instinct. But we, however, don't have only instinct, but we have intellect and we have intuition at our disposal as well. Our decisions are informed by our evolved animal instincts, the the knowledge we've developed as stored memories and skills. And our intuition often sounds uh, and comes to us through the language of our conscience, is at our disposal as well. We can receive the stimuli of our environment and respond with a decision that is completely ignorant of our instincts. Animals, for example, do not fight fires. When something begins to burn, they are running. They are fleeing away from the fire because that's what their instincts tell them to do, survive at all costs. But as human beings, we have the ability to override our animal instincts and make the decision to put our lives on the line in order to serve the greater good. So when a firefighter begins to enter a burning building, they see all of the animals that shared that property with the owners running away, and and they have to fight their instinctual response to do the same and follow suit. But how can they do that? They can only do that by using the skills they develop through their intellectual training and by following the voice of their conscience that beckons them to sacrifice their own safety in order to provide safety for others. They can make a decision to fight the fire. They can make that decision to create order and take control over that element of fire and take, you know, uh, an opportunity they have to help more humans survive the situation and limit the damage. They are creating order instead of reacting to the chaos that's ensued because of the fire. So... I want you to start seeing yourself this way because seeing yourself this way changes everything about what you think you know about life and how it actually works. Because if we have a source energy, if we have a creator, then what was the intention of its design for us? What was the intention of source energy's design for us as human beings? You know, in the Hebrew Torah, in the Bible, in the book of Genesis... God declares, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the earth. Now, according to this passage, humanity was made in the creator's image in order to operate in ruling authority, otherwise known as dominion, on the earth. Let me say that again. If we were made in the creator's image to operate in ruling authority on the earth. So we were authorized by the author of the universe, if you will, to have a ruling authority and a say in in the direction of the planet. Now, if this writing, this ancient writing is correct, or if it echoes a purpose about what they came to know then that we should know now about being human, then we've been sold a complete lie in regards to how life actually works, right? I mean, if the creator of the universe has given us ruling authority over planet Earth, then how is it that we've come to understand this random chance or fate or destiny or God's plan as the decision maker of our lives? I mean, if what's been written in these ancient scrolls of wisdom is true, then we are the authorized agents of God in the earth to make decisions in accordance with how he has made us. So if source energy has made us a certain way, then we should be acting in alignment with how he has created us. And how have we been created? To be creators. That's what this whole show is about. It's about learning how to create Instead of react, it's learning how to make the life we want. Instead of just responding to what's happening around us and acting as though it's out of our control to affect change in any and every situation. We have been given the power to create instead of only reacting to what's happening around us. Our birthright is as a creator and not a reactor that's powerful you know one of my favorite leaders in history is nelson mandela i know he died recently and uh, i followed his um you know political life i got to you know get to read bios i would encourage you to do the same i mean there was a lot of things we can learn from the life of leaders like him and he was incarcerated by the government that he was seeking to reform and if you recall he was in jail for 27 years he became famous for his actions on the other side of those prison walls after he was released because the peace and forgiveness that he modeled for the South African people was so tremendous that it couldn't be ignored. When he was asked how he made it through those 27 years in prison, one of the routines he mentioned was the regular recitation of a poem written by William Ernest Henley titled Invictus. held on to the truth that no matter what happened to him, it was the power that lie within him to respond to life in what, whatever way he chose. That would determine his outcome. And that, my friend, is the power you have within you as well. You have the power to create the path you choose To respond to life is your choice. Your power is your choice. Your power is your decision. Your creative power lies in your ability to choose whatever it is that you want to do, be, and create every single day. It's time to lay aside forever the thought that you have no control over the outcome of your days. It's time to lay aside the fear of what the future may bring because you don't know what might happen. It's time to let go of the idea that change only happens when something new comes into your life. And instead, take hold of the truth that you are responsible for the direction of your life. It's time to hold fast to the faith that you may not know what the future holds, but you know you have the power to respond in a way that brings a desired outcome. Function now with the understanding that Change happens when you summon the courage from within you to allow something new to come out of you. That is your power, my friends. It's your power to create. So your challenge this week is simple. I want you to begin to see yourself as the creator of your life circumstances instead of the reactor to what's being thrown at you. And right now, if you have a chance, I want you to write down or maybe you just say it out loud if you're uh, you know, walking or if you're driving or whatever, just say it out loud with me. I want you to list at least three ways your life would be completely different if you saw yourself this way as a creator and you stood in your power to create circumstances. I mean, what would you be doing? What would you be doing now? If you saw yourself standing in your power, how would you be feeling? Would it make you feel empowered and in control? Or would it make you feel chaotic and freaked out? What would you take control of if you stood in your power that you've been allowing to take control of you? There's a question. And now I want you to imagine. I want you to imagine yourself, you standing tall in your power. To create the life you've always wanted. And I want you to imagine that the universe all around you. All the energy that makes up who we are together. Conspiring to help you achieve the desires of your heart. Because that is what can happen for you. The truth is. You have the power to create. Now. Go and use that power wisely. So I'll close our time together today with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson who said, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. So go create the life of your dreams this week. Face your fears and and, and know that the fulfilling future you've always wanted Waits on the other side of your decision to become a creator instead of a reactor. Adopt the identity that empowers you to direct your destiny and your future and take charge of this life you've been given and use that power that you've been given to create the life you choose. Thanks for listening. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says, please rate and review the show. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag create you. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on create you and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be joined by coach Sue Thomas and we'll be tackling another one of your fabulous questions. Until then, this has been Jeremy flag reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.